Happy New Year! Hey, Happy New Year, sweet tea. How you doing, man? Oh, I am doing good, Mr. Patrick. Not half, but whole Bert. The whole Bert is here. He's wow. got the entire Bert. Patrick entire Bert. That's it. Somebody said, I think Alex Gardez calls me that sometimes. The whole and entire Bert. Hey, that's not the whole story either because we have a third person in the room. Yes, we do, Mr. Tony Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Now I talk now. Yeah, you I should talk, talk now. How are What's you, going Tony? On, people, it's good to see you, man. How's it hanging? Uh, it's it's stuck to the side of my leg because I got I got my uh, the boxer shorts I don't like wearing. I have to wear them because it's laundry day, mm-hmm. and these are not cotton or breathable. Why did you buy underwear that you don't like to wear? I buy cheap shit. I bought them from but just the uh, one pair. Everything else you're okay with? No, these are these are one of three from a. It's called Imperfect Run of uh, Hanes underwear. You know, it's like cheaper if you buy Imperfect. <laughs> so they're like one leg's a little longer, Is and this they're a also bit? no, no. And uh, you have an imperfect run of underwear. Yeah, that seems. Yeah. Uh, how did you find that? Is that some... it's like at Fabco Shoes or something? Fabco or one of those stores? Fabco. Yeah. Cool. Never heard of it. Uh, so anyway, it's hanging sweaty. Is mm-hmm. how it's hanging, mm-hmm. even though it's bitter okay. cold out there. It was very nice of you to steer this conversation directly to your generals. That's what well, we do. This first this show, five minutes. Every single episode goes directly to genitals. Mm. It's just yeah. uh, it, we're just magnetically just drawn. But this show should get particularly grimy. I feel like why? Because we've got a grimy guest. Well, yeah. I just started drinking, so I don't know. Yeah, we'll see what happens. So, uh, did you catch how that occurred just now? That Tony came in and he said he had a stressful commute, and then right. he said I got a gift for myself, <laughs> and then he pulled out some uh, cranberry and vodka. Yeah. 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 Separately, and then I put them together. Right, I yeah. really had this all planned out. I I got out of my house an hour and ten minutes early. I figured I was gonna come here eat because I didn't get a chance to eat, and then the fucking MTA do what they always do and say, "Nah, son, get off the train, figure it out." What so, were you but, doing earlier? What were we doing? Why weren't you already at work? You were at work. Yeah. What are you doing now? You were real estate I agent. Am, I am one of those. You're one of that those. Is correct. A salesman? Are you a salesman? I am a salesman. I mean, I rent some stuff too. Yeah, but you, but even when you're I'm renting, not, you're doing sales. It's you, sales work, do you right? Just, right? Do you just like rent out dr- like drug dens or <laughs> like? I, I, it's actually really high class shit. Tony rents out spaces for uh, illegal fights. Illegal right, fights. Yeah, like, I actually do that underground in, dog in, fights. I yeah. do that in the basement of my office. We're making this is a true story. Me and Matt Lejeski are actually having a boxing match. Probably sometime against one another. Against one another. Is it to the death or just like no, a, no. It's a boxing okay. match to the death. A boxing match to the death. <laughs> does yeah. he legit box? Because I know yeah. you legit. I box. don't think he does. No. Why does he want to so get himself be involved? To the he lost. He lost a poker game to me. Oh, yeah. and that was the stakes were really low. So now so he will be murdered. He's one of those guys fine. that looks tough, but you shake his hand and his hands are just soft. Well, I mean, he's a sweetheart. Oh, he's man. A, he's a very nice guy. Oh, fight yeah. Words. No, he's totally nice. He's Patrick, nice. Yeah, you might be next. Patrick's got winter. Hey, he's I, got winter. He's got winter. Can I just winter? come and do color commentary? Yeah, absolutely. I want to, like, Facebook Live this whole thing and take bets and shit, make some money. Nice. Uh, are you going to get an insurance policy for it? No. <laughs> are you kidding me? I don't have insurance right now. You think I'm going to yeah. get it just for this one fight? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, you, you've got to just get into business and do your thing. Uh, so, yeah. So Tony literally had two plastic bottles. One is brand new vodka from the liquor store. Yeah. And the other, did you sip? Did you drink the top of the cranberry yeah, bottle? Yeah, I drank it down to about this. It's a uh, half a pint of vodka. Yeah. And then yeah, you I just topped off you the juice You've got to avoid urinary up. infections, man. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, okay. uh, I'm solid. I'm solid. <laughs> no problem. I'm, I'm this t- is gonna get fun for me. I, I don't know how you're gonna do this for an hour and be sober. Well, especially vodka, it make me tired. Like I, I'm already 
I'm already tired. This I was is like my coffee, man. Been up all night nursing, <laughs> drunk on tit milk, milk. So tinted tit milk. Okay, uh, that's a new one. You got some left? Uh, in my uh, let me see. Here we go. In my pocket. Here we go. Here's a jug. <laughs> Are you still hungry? Because I the security guard gave me an apple on the way up. Did you know he what? He gave God. the two people in front of me an apple, and then when I came up, he was just like, "Okay, you're good," and like was like didn't. And then he offered the person after me some. I think he didn't like me. Why does he, just why does he have apples? He just had a bag full of fruit. Do you, do you want my apple? No, I don't okay. want an apple. He, did, like, he didn't offer meat, you one man. either, did he? I want a steak. No. No. See, this is you've got to have a nice hair. He poof. looked at me twice, though. He like did. he took my ID, looked. Well, you do and have. Then before he gave it back to me, he just kind of gave me a one glance over. Like you don't belong here. You what do you have mean? a scar across your across face. face, and we're in the scar. building where UCB. I have two, actually, I got one right here too. Yeah, the UCB training centers here. There's not a lot of kids coming in for with fucking scarred faces. What happened to your face? I, uh, I got sliced <laughs> with a with a knife. How recently? The, it's quite, I don't know, two years, two and a half years. Because that one, it starts on your nose. Yeah, it, goes it to split my nose in half. You yeah, know, Patrick's like always hanging. so polite, but then with you, he's just like, what happened to your yeah. face? <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel like we're here. Well, I feel I've, like I've we're, been, we have this relationship, I, right? Dude, I look like shit, man. I got stabbed all over the place. I got one here. I got oh, one wow. over here. Oh, wow. So Tony's showing us his belly and his side. Wow, those are big those scars. Are really, yeah. Uh, yeah, I went through a phase. But your, fa- like- but the face, <laughs> the face, the facial scar I might still be in it. Uh, the facial scar is not like it's not a detracting scar. It's like it, a- I, what I did was I put Moderma on it. Uh-huh. After, so I I had to. What's the word? I'm but I mean, for? the placement of it is is not. It's like, not off putting, right? No, and it's it's kind of it's strategically cool placed. Yeah. Like it's gonna work for you. <laughs> if you're on, gonna stab me in the face, please make sure it's symmetrical to the rest right, of my exactly, face. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Make sure that it like works, works with your overall yeah. look. <laughs> and it's gonna work for you when you get on like in the prison scenes of NYPD Blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Are there prison scenes on that I show? I have no idea. Were what's, all the what's, stabs from the same thing, or no, they no, they're separate incidents? They're separate. Yeah. Were you like like a knife fighter? Like what? All right, so there's an uh, elbow scar that we just got to look uh, at. Yeah. I wasn't, no, per, I don't think, is that a thing, a knife fighter? That's I, not I, like I don't a, know. That's what I'm no, asking I just, the guy I, with I, went, the... I don't know. I went through a phase where I, I started a whole bunch of bar fights. And, um, yeah, it just so happened that some of them had knives and they wanted in, to use them. In Brooklyn, these things happened? Yeah, primarily. Because you were not born here, right? No, I was born in Ukraine. Did you win the the fights or did they? I would say like ninety percent of them I lost because lost. because they weren't one on one fights. Like right. I'd start it and then they'd be with a whole bunch of people. <laughs> yeah. And so and I was like, oh, I was it just that, a self destructive uh, phase? Something like that. Yeah. 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 Some people say they like the sh- they but like getting the shit kicked out of them. It's a thrill. Yeah. yeah. Not particularly getting the shit kicked out of you, but in the moment you got the adrenaline going. You know what I mean? Yeah. I remember when I was in like second. I wasn't doing coke anymore, so like I needed something to. Maybe it was maybe it was even early. Maybe it was like first or second grade. There was this girl in fifth grade that used to like uh, chase after me, and she'd like beat me up and spit in my ear, and I kind of liked it. <laughs> I would kind of encourage her. I'd antagonize her purposefully to get her to come after me, and you know, <laughs> and spit, you. spit in my ear. There's yeah. something. Maybe sexy that's a about sexual that. preference. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if that's uh, the same thing. Yeah, nowadays it's not so much my bag, but you know, once upon a time, we it's should. Not, it's not that I can't get it up without five dudes stomping me out, <laughs> but it doesn't hurt. Let I me mean, tell you <laughs> what. Hey, bro, it's 2017. I'm not one to judge your sexual proclivities. Uh, we should give context of who Tony Brooklyn is. All right, let's do Tristan, that. Tristan, how did you meet Tony? I think I met him over at the Village Lantern at a Laughing Buddha open mic. Yeah, I, I think. And you were uh, hanging up upstairs and just being really aggressive, like you know, like like Tony likes to do a thing where he comes up to you and he's not 
and he, he'll just talk to you like he's about to start some shit, but he's not really, but maybe, but yeah. it just seems that way. Yeah. Maybe. What I like I'll about Tony is some of these open mics we do are in some like crummy bars, you know? So if you if you were if it was your first time going to one of those places, you would be like, I wonder if this guy is here to perform or he just <laughs> lives here every day. I've been if I stand outside smoking, people come up and give me their ID because like, they think I'm bouncing the place. Yeah, Are you going to finish like, that vodka like in the first fifteen minutes of this show? No, I just added some more. I'm going to last. Probably. Tony, do you know that um, we've had almost two thousand downloads? Which Holy means shit! That we have at least the the listening population of the entire continental mm-hmm. united states yeah we want to let's take a moment to thank our fans we have so many fans thank you how much uh, do they have to pay for the downloads uh it's twenty dollars per download and nobody's paid yet because we trust oh, that they'll right. send yeah. it to us yeah, they're gonna send it's, the mail the checks so, are in the mail so once the patreon account is opened you guys <laughs> just put in your four hundred dollars <laughs> each uh no i think i met you at the lantern as well and you you became one of my favorites very quickly yeah. and that's because as you know i don't drink but no. i am so attracted to drinkers yeah. and people who like to drink people who like to fight it's like Interest- smell their breath interesting people no i do i do i love that smell <laughs> well you did drink uh yeah i did a lot yeah and so i don't i remember you drinking did no. We meet? no no it's been eight years for me um so then yeah definitely not but i've always been attracted to you in some weird way because of how fucking sexually yes sexually. yeah, yeah. I've been compelled by you because you're... Sounds like you're romanticizing a different life that you could have led. Maybe. Had you not given up all the fun shit. What's wrong with you? I think you're like the classic, uh, like, you're like a pirate, you know? (laughs) Like, you're not one of these, like... sorry. Did you say pirate or pilot? Pirate. Pirate. Yeah. Okay. You're like a pirate kind of character. Okay. In a good way. I, you that's a new that's a new one for me. I don't see you living the yeah. normal life. Uh I you know. You know, I I've never wanted a normal life. Like I said earlier, I dropped out of college three separate occasions. Hey, you three guys in the Tony Brooklyn, the pilot, uh, the pirate pilot and uh, <laughs> college dropout. College dropout. Well, that would go along with the pirate thing, I guess. Yeah. But you'd also have to steal things and have doubloons, you know. Yeah. You drink, but just not rum. Yeah, no, I like, I like to... vodka and beer. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's where it ends for me. I think I'll take tequila as a close second. There we go. That's close. That's closer. But how does stand up fit into the, like the kind of person you are? This guy that gets in knife fights uh, and and got kicked out or dropped out of school and now works in real estate. Where I assume you work in real estate because you're not being bothered by a boss and you're not stuck in an office and yeah. you're just out in the world. How do you? How, why do you think you're so drawn to stand up? I've always had. I never wanted a nine to five. Even when I did have it, it, it was ridiculous to me that it even exists. Working for somebody else, doing whatever the fuck. I think that's pretty common for. But I've always been funny. I've always been a funny individual. When I found stand, I still remember the skit. Oh, you th- you do you, th- you do think you're funny? I I know I'm funny. <laughs> I'm the best. You know, I I will about. say I'm gonna vouch for Tony. I watched him win a uh, you know a comedy contest at the stand one weekend against a lot of very funny people, mm. and you won your bracket and went up and performed in. Yeah, you're talking about Gotham. The Fox oh no, it wasn't the stand. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fox was. But you've won. You've you know. done those Gotham ones also. I've done the Gotham thing. Yeah. yeah. Is that all 100 percent uh, like material, or do you do crowd work in those sets? Or I stay clear from crowd work. Yeah. I don't want to talk to the crowd. Except you do it so well at like a mic. You'll like talk major. major yeah, I shit. can. I have yeah. the capacity to, but I want to talk about what I want to talk about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because there's always a chance that if you go to the crowd, especially at something like the stand, you don't want to. 
start a conversation with somebody and they give you nothing and then you're just oh, kind I of love that, stuck though. in that moment. No, <laughs> no, that's terrible. Tristan is all about increasing. I thought you guys awkward. are professional stand-up comedians. What's going no, on? No, you have to follow. You have to follow the fear and the and the and the pain. Yeah, there is. I, I do enjoy the fear of stand. The first time I did Gotham. I remember distinctly every like I was standing on the side of the stage waiting for me to be called, and I remember every fiber of me saying, "Get the fuck out! Just run away! This yeah. is terrifying! There's 350 people here. You know you're gonna choke. Something bad's gonna was happen." Was this an early set of yours, or this was, was this the after- first time I've done anything other than open mics? Was okay. Gotham? Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was terrifying. But right after I, f- I got up on stage, the lights hit me. And I was in the zone, and afterwards I was like, man, that was the best thing ever. Yeah. I want to do it again right now. Somebody put me back on the stage right now. Do you, a- do you feel a relationship between the high you get from stand-up and whatever you get from alcohol? Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm definitely an addict. I know I'm going to be an AA by the time I'm 40. <laughs> There's no doubt about it. I got to see it for you. I'm not looking forward to it. I'm not looking forward, but uh, it's going to happen. How many but times it, have I'm you not- done Gotham? Did you get a, did you get a, uh, like a, like a, one of those residency things or anything? It was all bringers. It was all bringers? All bringers. So I've done like it bringing seven like times. Ten people? Ten people every time. What do you think about you know, the bringer system? I had, well, hold on. I got to say, I had the worst it experience in my comedic life at Gotham doing one of their bringers. I, it was one of those things where they're like, uh, it's, they're like, oh, it's ten people, and whoever went, like the top three get to move on, and then you can get like a comedy residency there. That was the, that was the, the line that they were towing there. Yeah. But um, I... Never do bringers if I can help it. And I brought out like 12 people to their 10-person bringer. And the entire time, the guy that was running it was like, where are you people? Where are you people? I was like, they're here. They're coming. You know, like – and so I'm like, here. They're all here. And they put me up 10 out of 10, and they dropped the checks at the start of my set. Oh, you did the check spot. Not only that, there was two professional comedians who went after me. Mm, that's fucked so up. So it almost like was vindictive like when they dropped the checks. And so no one was paying attention to anything that I said. Mm. And so I was – I mean I, I was doing like a pretty uh, solid uh, set, but it just didn't fucking pan out. And I was like, man, I want to quit. Yeah, well, I don't know what to tell you. May I be funnier maybe? I don't know. <laughs> Tough love from Tony Brooklyn. Yeah, everybody. it does suck. It does suck. It, I mean, that hasn't happened to me. I've done check spots on purpose at New York Comedy Club because that's what they were giving me. Yeah, yeah, but that's fine. But if spots. you're in a contest and then and you're supposed to be just yeah, doing your material, well, who you can't was do- who was the guy? Was it Angle? I mean, you know, you know who books those shows over yeah. there. Well, that's weird. Yeah. Talk to him about. Uh, can can you not this? hear right now? I, just this one. I could hear this one. Oh, okay. Maybe it's uh, uh who knows? Uh, quality quality headphones. Yeah, that's fine. I'll figure uh, it out. That'll be edited. That'll be edited. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys edit? Yeah. It didn't sound like it's it like when pro- I was there. Just like problems, like like any kind of like uh like like uh the other day. This is like a professional thing. I like this a lot. Yeah? Yeah. Uh well wait. Yeah. So but these bringers you've done, did you feel like they contributed toward your momentum as a comedian? Like do you think they were good for you to do? Well, I got all the tapes I have are from Bringers. Yeah. That's the best way to get a tape. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's kind of a challenging thing because you get so used to doing bar shows and, and mics that you kind of forget what the end goal is. You know what I mean? You used to, you know, they say six people makes a show at a bar. Which, yeah. What the fuck? You know what I mean? Yeah. We so, we want to be doing theaters, right? Exactly. Yeah. Which I mean, I do. You want to be doing a hot room, a packed room, a packed room, comedy or a room, comedy clubs. Yeah. 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 Forget, I mean, theaters hopefully yeah. down the line, but I want to. 
And so you forget sometimes. Yeah. And so every so often I'm just like, all right, well, where is this going? So I'll do a bringer and kind of get the blood flowing again. And it's not a terrible way to network. You go. I mean, I hate that word network. Yeah, me too. I just meet people and they either like me or they don't like me. Yeah. And now they came up with that's networking. I've been doing that forever. Yeah. I think a good way to think about the word networking is like, yeah, just just go out and meet a lot of people and stick to the people that you like and right. you find reasonable and that you're attracted to which that used uh, to just be life yeah right yeah. and now they labeled it as yeah. uh whatever. and I, i'll just share something about myself anytime i hear even a close friend say yeah we should go network i always quietly judge them yeah i won't say it's it out weird, loud it's a but weird I'll thing judge. it's a weird thing yeah. to say i yeah. think but like not everybody like yesterday i did when me and tristan did a the stand yesterday i did the bringer there for jeff and the guy who we were talking to afterwards couldn't stand me. Really? Yeah. He, well, he didn't the say guy, outright. You mean the industry guest? So, yeah, the industry guest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was it? Some guy that books restaurants in Jersey. Yeah. I Interestingly, I uh, love I love <laughs> your your approach. You're just like as some fucking guy. Was, no, I mean, no, he was he. I think he's like a, a radio DJ because I hosted the 11 p.m. show at uh, Broadway, and uh, he was the headliner. Um, and uh, yeah, he says something about like hosting some nationally syndicated. Uh, radio show or something. I'm not like saying that. he's not a real dude. Well, no, just, that doesn't. But yeah. here's the thing: like, he does comedy and he does the show. I don't know if that indicates that, like, oh, he knows everything he, about. He basically told me I need at least another year in comedy for him to even consider me. See that? I think that's kind of bullshitty. It's like you could give somebody like legitimate feedback without being like, "Uh, yeah, get back to me another time." No. Who know. was the guest? Do you not want to say Tristan? Uh, I'll say yeah. it. We don't have to. No, no, no. Yeah, I don't remember you can tell me later. I'll say it. You can tell me later. I have no uh, idea who the guy is. What do you want me to say? Oh, you're asking Tristan to tell you so who it is. I think his name was like Howard Stern. Something like oh, that. Howard Stern. <laughs> heard of him. Nationally yeah, syndicated yeah, talk so. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looks restaurants in New Jersey. Very tall. Uh, I'll, I'll say this about the industry shows and the bringers. Uh, p- people hate on them, but like I, I did a weekend at Catch a Rising Star this past weekend. How was that? Three shows. It was fucking great. Catch, yeah. It was so fun. I'm gonna do that next. The shows were two of the three shows were hot, but the one that wasn't was because there was a blizzard in Jersey, so so not only a lot like of people came. Fifteen people came, and it was still fun. How big's the room? Uh, it's the perfect size comedy room. Patrick, so Pat, Patrick's 100? a ri- Patrick is a rising star. They yes. can't, they and can't they catch me. him. They, they can't catch yeah. him. Well, they try because he doesn't him. drink. He never yeah. falls down. Right. Right. All he does is rise. But like, what I'll say is that that was from doing the the uh, Laughing Buddha industry shows, and I'm yeah. meeting Mike Tomasino from Catch, and and it, you know that was like a year ago that I met the guy, and he was like, "Yeah, you're great. Let's keep in touch." and I kept in touch with him by email, and finally, like some dates worked out. Who was it? Uh, Mike Tomasino. Oh yeah, yeah. So nobody's I, nobody's ever said I was great after a show. <laughs> Nobody was like, "Hey, that was great." They're usually like, "That was either hilarious or like, dude, I don't know what the fuck that was." Yeah, there's no. I've never gotten that. Like, hey, let you know. Yeah, yeah but, but how, you, can, how much do you actually do it, man? Like, how, how consistently? Because I feel like there was a period of time where I would see you doing these, like, my, you were doing mics like every like three times a day. But then, but then there was a period of time where you were just completely out of the scene, as far as I was aware. Like, I, I do. Know. I start. It, it, well, it's a cycle, so I'll do the mics for new material, right? And then it's a little bit good, and I'll start doing bar shows, and then I get tired of the shit, and I start doing mics again. I'm never does. out of it. I'm yeah, not. I'm not like yeah, sitting at home yeah. not doing it. I mean, there are days yeah, obviously where I'm not. 
Tony, what the fuck are you doing? Tony, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take a couple photos of you because you look like a fucking badass. He's got a what? He took off his outer shirt. He's got the... look like a work shirt. Now he's in a black white beater. He's got a tattoo from jailhouse tattoos from Blizzard's Diablo. I think that's <laughs> that's what I've decided. I'm going to take my shirt off in a little bit. You sure you don't want to wait? I mean, finish that pint of vodka. Yeah. God knows what's going to happen with you. Yeah. Nothing. I'm gonna go drink more vodka. <laughs> Tell us about your personal life. You're you're yeah, you're married. No, I am you got married, married recently. Start. I'm getting married two years. in February. It's been two years. Yeah, wow. it's been a while. Congrats yeah. on keeping that together. You guys know me since before I was married. I believe. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, what kind of advice do you have for me? I'm getting married in you're February. Married. Um, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. It's different for everybody. I don't think I got married like you're getting married. We didn't plan. I didn't get on a knee. We weren't talking about it about for years and stuff. It just right, we're gonna, of, let's get your mic. You put it where you want it. Just I'll hold this. Like, like that's perfect. You know, I am going to leave all yeah, this fucked up stuff. No, in no, here hold it with your hand. I think it's indicative of you know. It's hold on. We'll, we'll just do it this way. This is what you get. This is what happens when you work with Tony Brooklyn. You know, no. it's, uh, do you want it higher? Get it right. He's got. <laughs> if you want it there, let me this know. This is perfect. All right, this hold, is fine. hold it there because I got to crank down this this one thing over. You here. crank it. Oh yeah. Just please. It's fine. We're fine. We're fine. Really. Patrick has been like really on edge about every like like recently. Like he's been like like he's been getting the curtain for everything in his life right like right now. Mm. Getting the curtain referring to me constantly closing yeah, the curtain have, in the showroom. We have, right. At the whenever stand. we host the mic at the stand, he gets up like every like five seconds to like a, like close the curtain. You guys do that Friday, Thursday. uh, Thursdays, Thursdays, Thursdays at the stand. And but that's, no, mic you've is been that? you've been you've been very much on like on edge with all that stuff recently. I think I think uh, well, I think you're noticing it more. We're spending more time together. I feel like no, I I I, I well that because that's good, I but I I do notice that you are. I think I'm letting go a lot. Though. Are you? Yeah. I have is it like no if you, idea if you, what the fuck you, you guys go, are talking are you about. Just, like no, the other day, <laughs> the other day I was there was a lot going on at the mic and. Uh, we were it, this, the details of all this doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, I was. I was. I think you caught me on a very micromanagey day. Micromanagey, yeah. Uh, but right now with Tony's mic, I just want him to be comfortable and happy. I'm fine. All right, that, that's a Buddha thing that you do Thursdays at the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, it's I good do mic. So, I do so much Buddha stuff. You know, it was. A, I mean, uh, that's good, right? You're getting. Up. It's good, except if I go to comedy fight club and then I get freaking hammered. Hmm. You get hammered happens. by what? By jokes? Oh, yeah. The other comics who lo love to make fun of it. Yeah, but it's like, you know, whatever. Oh, because of Buddha? Yeah. Because yeah. people shit on Buddha? Nah. Yeah, which is so stupid. It's like, if you don't like it, just don't go. Yeah. But, you know. It, they just hate the success. Well, yeah. The, the, well, there's, there's haters, but there's also people that have this whole notion that like, oh, you can't really, um, you can't, you're not really being a, a comedian unless you're like having a horrible suffering time with it. Like. You have to go to these mics that there's like three people there that are on their phones, and that's the only way that you're, you know, legitimately growing. I don't, yeah, I don't agree with that, but that's that's. that's he's taking a picture. What is he doing? Yeah, I'm getting a shot of Tony putting his finger up toward the it's haters, like flipping you off. Yeah, I, um, no, I don't agree with that at all. I think Jeff's very smart. I, he, you know, he's a Jewish faggot. You could say that. <laughs> you could say that about Jeff. You can't say he's stupid or, the, you know what I mean? He's doing a. No, whatever the fuck he's doing is working, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I gotta say, I've I've made some major progress with some new bits just this last month, and I really feel like the most quality adjustments I've made to them have been from 
going to Buddha mics where people are listening. Well, you get a good response. Yeah, and you yeah, can tell. Absolutely. Like you can tell if it's a bullshit supportive laugh. Like, yeah, right. you know that's not a real laugh, but you can tell when you're getting a real laugh. I think the problem is laugh. if you do the same thing all the time with the same people, that's that's. But that yeah. could be yeah. anything, anywhere. Yeah. yeah, like any mic, anywhere. Yeah, if you do a mic with one person in a room for you know four times a day. Yeah, it's not gonna, you're gonna get yeah, better. Yeah, like I heard, I heard this already, and you're doing it the same way. And I mean, I went to a mic last night. Switch it night, up, son. Switch it up. Uh, where the the room had at peak probably forty comics or no thirty five comics, and uh, nobody like <laughs> it was so hard for anybody to get anybody to listen to them. They're just like, what the fuck are we all doing here? We could all be on our phones at home, you yeah. know, just uh, waiting their turn. Yeah, bunch of sheep. Yeah, so I what I honestly what I think is the most valuable thing about a Buddha mic is that there's only 20 comics. Like cuz once I, you you really want to know what the best thing about a Buddha mic is is that the turnout between old comics and new comics is so fast that by the time you really come out with a good 5 minutes, you're going to have new people listening to the mm. full 5 minutes. That's an interesting it's, way. It's it's a very yeah. it's a very hopeful mic and it's very It's very good for people who are starting out because they don't have to go straight into no. like the fucking misery. My point is actually the opposite of that. It's you, actually you don't think so? It's well, it might be, but the point I'm making is that it's good for people who have been in comedy uh-huh. because the hopefulness of the mic brings in new people who are still hopeful and want to hear what the sure. fuck you're saying. But I think so you get an honest response. Yeah. But I think it gets the new people because I mean I think it's good for that because people can come they can come into comedy and they can have like no, a room I, that's I you hate know. that. That's the downside of Laughing Buddha. What? Is that, that there's more fucking assholes doing comedy who shouldn't yeah. be doing it. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time come listen to my shit. But you know, yeah. also I think that's so that made sense, if, right? if, if somebody wants to argue the point that you need to suffer for your art or whatever, like maybe that that's the part of it that's actually good is like if you have these new people that shouldn't even necessarily be in it and you have to kind of do comedy in front of them and make them laugh, you know. It's almost like it's almost like getting like a free audience in a way. That's what I yes. I feel like those were two points for some reason. Was that not two different points? Yeah. What is that? That's, that's just water. Oh it's water. Because <laughs> like, like, I was like, I fucking caught you, motherfucker. Tony saw me pouring clear liquid into my Dunkin' Donuts ice, and He's he like, thought relapse. I was relapsing. Uh, oh, is that what it's called if you drink now? Yeah. That's a relapse? Shit. What do you think a relapse I'm is? relapsing right now. It was great. <laughs> I fucking love it. You relapse every single day. Yeah, uh, well, awesome. Let's do a quick history of Tony thing real quick. You were born okay. in the Ukraine. Yes. How old were you when you moved here? Uh, seven. 1988 and, it was. And did you come with mom and dad? Ni- 1988. 1997. 1998 is when I was born. I came with my mother. Yeah. And she married some guy. So he was And your he dad is in the Ukraine now. He is hopefully dead, but most probably <laughs> so, so, so you and him are close. <laughs> right. Most <laughs> probably he's somewhere in New York. What's his story? What's your story with him? Uh there's not really much to say. He was a heroin addict. I uh-huh. didn't, I didn't really know much of him. The last I heard, this was a couple of years back, maybe 2009, 2010, something like that. Uh, he came to my mom's job and, like, asked her for money or something like that. Okay. And you were born in 88, so that makes you about 28? Yes. Okay. I'm going to be 29 this February. And what's your real last name? Musienko. My name is, my full name is Anatoly Musienko Valerievich. So that's some fucking Russian gangster shit. And that last shit. part is, Ukrainian, that's, a, that's a tongue twister. Yeah, yeah. Ukrainian. Eastern European. Sure, we could call it that. Ukrainian. Okay. Uh, but you could see why I wouldn't want that to be my stage name as right. well. Right, no, absolutely. Like, God bless you. Next, There's next, too many next people <laughs> that have these, like, crazy names that are just like, yeah, you got to say it just like this. Like, yeah. oh, come on. Yeah, and what, when did you attach the word Brooklyn to your performing name? 
Um, well, my first mic. Okay. Did you uh, come up with that or somebody else? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. came up with that. Yeah. All right. So, but real quick, so you came to the states and then you started going to American public schools. Yeah, that was weird. I was in ESL. English um, as a second language. Could you speak English when you got here? Or no. Bear, no, no, yeah. not really. I mean, I I took a couple of English courses when I was there. Yeah, and you've but, almost learned it at this point, right? Uh, just just about, <laughs> just about. That is interesting because stand up. I mean, people forget is it's a language art, you know. So, and you're you're a very funny comic. Is it? I think so. It's yeah, a language it, art. There's a lot of people of. in comedy who could barely make sentences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and they suck. It's a language <laughs> art. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And you're very good at it, and you make a lot of sense. So. uh do you think that's because you had to like relearn a language? I learned English from for, just because my accent was beaten out of me, and I learned it primarily through hip hop. I have to imagine that you were one of those MTV. kids, and I could be totally wrong. Like in school, yeah, who would like be in like that group of kids that are all talking smack to each other, and you would come up with like some kind of witty sh- like thing to like take someone down a notch. Mm, no, no. No, I was uh, I was I was the nerd. Tony's in kind of the quiet nerd, really. school because, shooter type. Yeah. Because I I finished first and second grade in Ukraine, and it was enough to cover up till fifth grade here. That's so wow! Sad. Like in math and like really, yeah. So I was really smart in elementary school. I had a weird, I had a bowl haircut. I don't know if you remember those. Yeah. And so throughout elementary school, I only had one friend, and I still had the accent. And I went to junior high, and everything. Switched a little bit because now things were. I, I learned what hip was and, right. and shit like that. Yeah, when you got into rap music, which rappers did you like? Uh, Biggie Smalls and Eminem. That yeah. was what it only two really. Eminem is a good I, it, ESL it, course yeah, if you're going right? to go that route. It, it was it was very hard for me to get into rap before I found Eminem because it was like like Cash Money Records was coming out at the, about the same time. And they were rapping about like money and girls and shit like that. And I yeah. was like, who? The, I don't live next to anybody who has any of that. Right. Like, I don't know a single person who has $5, let alone an Escalade. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So and- when I found Eminem and he's funny and he's clever, or Biggie, yeah, sure. Biggie was also very funny and clever. It made sense. And you what, know what, I mean? what were and so you? I, I, was, I was drawn to that. Yeah, when you were listening to this on your Walkman. Uh, where were you going? What were you doing? Who were you with? Uh, oh man, you're bringing me back right now, son. Smoking pot. I was in a pod phase for no reason. I hated it the really? entire time I was doing it. I was strictly doing it because of peer pressure. When did you discover vodka? Um, fairly early on too. Like, uh, I guess high school. Six. What's What's the first grade of high school? Ninth grade. Ninth, Ninth grade. grade yeah. yeah. So just about there. And you went to school down in Sheepshead Bay or something? I was in Edward Omar High School for about a year and a half before they kicked me out. <laughs> Where is that? Uh, it's in Midwood. That's Brooklyn, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a little bit north of Sheepshead. And it's the next. What did you get kicked over. out for? Fighting? Um, I don't honestly. I like cutting class. Yeah, I wasn't really being productive. Were you uh, acting? Why were you acting out? If you were so smart when you were young, why did you rebel? In it's high not school? that I wasn't. I was doing fairly fine until I just stopped going. Yeah. It's just I don't know. It lost. You know, it, I don't. I didn't understand why I was there. Your your schooling is it sounds like oddly parallel to like my my experiences. I was I'm very surprised by that. I wouldn't expect that. <laughs> All right, why? <laughs> uh, because I was like because uh, you're a ginger and you don't look like me. 
No, it's just like you know we're different people, you know, like but, yeah, clearly, yeah. But uh, <laughs> you know, like I, I was, I was like super nerdy, which is obvious, right? Like most people can guess that, but uh, but then you know there was like a transition that happens, no. like you know once you hit like puberty, high. <laughs> yeah, once you hit puberty, and then. But the one, the one big change is like instead of like when I like when I hit high school, like I ended up like trying to get into like this boarding school and like went there and. I was cutting class, but for reasons of like, oh my god, I like know what it's like to hang out with people now and that oh, kind of thing. Because you found free uh, friends, right. right? Yeah, like you got a little click, right? Yeah. Because in high school is where the divisions start to really happen. Right. You figure yeah, out yeah, yeah. there's other people like me. Oh shit. Yeah. But the, it, so you are a person who I am a person that is but, correct. <laughs> but it seems like you, because even in comedy, you do you're like a lone wolf, like. So hearing you organizing a fight with Matt Lejeski yeah. actually warms my heart. It's like, oh, he's doing something with another person. Uh, <laughs> Not a lone wolf in comedy. Yeah, but, I mean, I know, like, when I met you... I actually don't really understand what that means. What? Uh, you just seem like the kind of guy you do your own thing. You don't, like... You're not in a clique, per se. Like, I don't associate you in my mind. You're always with... howling at people and eating raw <laughs> yeah, meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess when we met, you were close... I adopt little kids and call them Mowgli. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, so I you wear I, grandma's clothing. <laughs> eat, yeah, eat woodsman. Were you always <laughs> or axman or whatever? Were you always like that? And do you think you'll always be like that? Well, I, I was like what? I like getting kicked out of school. Yeah, and then I'm not getting, the first person to get kicked out. Of school. Dropping out of college. Uh, I'm not the first person to do that either. Are you an only child though? I have, I believe, two or three half siblings that I I don't know. Yeah, from on the. Uh, biological sperm donor side right but i i guess my question but so yes i guess i am i consider myself to be at least like if you were going to start a podcast who would be your co-host i don't you know what that's something that i should really give some thought to you can't just spring that if i was to start a podcast i'd have to think about what's it going to be about where i'm going to do it how i'm going to get the equipment the last thing i'm going to think about is who i'm going to do it with i'll fucking do it by myself that's my see. That's where I'm going. If your um, instinct is to do it by yourself, <laughs> oh, okay. that's the lone wolf ah, aspect. I came Which I'm not circle. judging you about. I'm not judging you about. I'm just curious. Like, do you like? Oh, uh, Tyler Gilliam. Oh, he's very funny. Yeah, yeah. I see you guys getting into trouble together. Okay. Uh, and bunch Phil, Chris Keys, bunch of cocky motherfuckers. Yeah. Uh, although oh, Chris, Chris Keys already ha has a podcast. Already. Does he? Chris Keys is like the Maybe. sweetest man of all time, though. Yeah. Do you think he's he, the best? If I you two fought. Do you think you could take him down? Absolutely. Chris Keys? Yeah. No way, man. Yeah, I don't fight fair, buddy. I fucking, <laughs> I fucking destroy his ankle. What's the worst, ang uh, what's the worst uh, weapon you've used on another person? Uh, bat. You've hit somebody with a bat? Yeah. In the head? Wasn't in the head, no. I wasn't trying to... I like all the uh, I like all the leaps that that people have been making today about like various things. We've all been making mental leaps, like you know, with a bat right in the skull, and he died. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm looking at a man with a scar across his face. He's capable. No, of no, anything. no. I don't know. I've I don't think I've only wanted to take one life, as far as I can remember. Did you make an attempt at it? I have. Yeah. No, but on the that irony? person, on that person, on that person, yeah. Who was it? My dad. Really? Mm -hmm. So you saw he didn't him? show up. How but I was you? fully ready to murder uh, your dad. Yeah, this is 18, in the Ukraine. Maybe. No, here. Okay, you knew he was going to be going somewhere. Yeah, I think it was Father's Day, and, some, <laughs> and something happened, and I had gotten his number 
from an uncle or some. He's actually my biological father's cousin. So I guess that is my the, uncle, right? No, he's your cousin. He's your he's, second cousin. Okay. Well, whatever that is. He was in touch with him a little bit. And um, I don't know. I had a breakdown. I called him up, asked him for his number. And I called him and asked him to meet him with the full intention of. Have you ever talked about me. like any of that stuff on stage? And is this all? Pops? Yeah. No, I'm saving that for my special. Shame for your special. Well, let me ask you. And well, wait. Cool I, if you don't want to talk I, about it, but I'm just curious, like, what, where, where does all the animosity with, with him come from? Um, analyzing my own life and realizing limits um, that I would or wouldn't do, cross, lines that I would or wouldn't cross, like leaving your kid uh, and his mother to drugs or something that I can't, you know what I mean? Right. Like I joked about going to AA when I'm 40. If I have a kid, I'm not going to be drinking as much as I am now. You yeah. know what I mean? Because yeah. I have a kid. Yeah, them. but there's a difference between being like, oh, you're a piece of shit and being like, I want to literally kill you. They, yeah, it's, I, you know what? It's weird. It's a mind state. It's not too much of a thought process. I didn't and you, rationalize and at 18, it. You're angry. You're, and yeah, not rational. Right. Yeah. It's not, you know what I mean? It wasn't. What, what, how were you going to do it? I don't know. With my hands. I didn't have like a gun or anything. Yeah. Man, a bare hands murder. No. That's a very lone wolf thing to do. That's very, <laughs> yeah. Uh, this, this podcast t- took a turn. It did. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, this is, I'm glad you're talking about it because we have talked about it a little bit, but I'm, I, I mean, healthy, there's not a ton of like, mentally healthy well-raised people that get into stand-up there are they exist <laughs> they do they yeah. ex- definitely exist and on the surface of, i think some of them are hilarious if you dig deeper who is an example of a of a oh who of like was a well-raised just, uh, pete, uh pete holmes or is it holmes well yeah pete holmes I, seems I mean, very homely somebody we but know I, I think uh, there's like, some dark shit there that maybe you know, well, like, the religion like thing like with him, priest. it's like religion. Yeah, stuff. but his yeah. priest might have. It's still all like real upbeat. But somebody we know that I'll he reference is, PC is uh, James Nichols was raised by high, I think both of his parents were principals or guidance counselors or something. They're still That's got to be a nightmare. Well, yeah, it could be. Maybe it's too healthy, you know, like yeah. where the parents are too present. Oh, uh, and Betty like, and Griff. They were raised right? They were raised right. I mean, come on. They, there's they're so wackos. much joy in all of their uh, and everything they do and they, you know. I yeah. don't buy any of that shit. The human c- condition doesn't allow for complete 100% euphoria in your thought process. Well, you f- I mean, that that I mean, but that's like a complete 100% euphoria. We're yeah, talking but, about just being raised people, right. Like people everything. that are raised right, when they go yeah. dark, they tend to go fucking dark because they've never experienced you know how things progress? Like you hit something, you test it out, you come down, you hit it, you go a little bit higher, you come down, and you sort of know your limit that way. Keep right. going up it. and coming down. But if you're never tested that water, when you hit it, you don't know where to stop. Mm. So that's how, you know, the mothers drown their kids and shit like that. <laughs> that was probably a wholesome fucking chick before she did all that shit. That's a whole other issue, I think. I think what happens with those women is uh, is like full-on chemical, uh, like PTS, what is that, postpartum. Postpartum, uh, postpartum depression, depression, and they become like like they literally lose their yeah, mind. It could be that. I think I don't know. Well, now there's two theories out there, so uh, we'll let the we'll let the listeners decide who's <laughs> right. The entire the, the entirety entire of the continental United States. Yeah, yeah. figure it out. 
Do I get a cut from whatever you're making off of this? Yeah, you get, this you, uh, you'll get exactly you 50%. What do you want? It's like, whatever we make off address. this episode today. It's $20 I'll just give you, I'll, per, per download. I'll just so. leave you my house key and then you just drop it yeah, off. We'll yeah, we'll drop off a big bag of cash. <laughs> What's your wife like and what does she think about your stand-up? She's all right. She knew, she knew comedy was going to be a big part of this whole marriage thing. before. Yeah. Uh, that was like my only thing. Yeah. Is that I said, well, no matter what happens... I'm not stopping comedy. Yeah. Period. Everybody, every time we talk to anybody that's in a relationship and doing comedy, uh, it always comes up like the, uh, the struggle of it, you know, and like the, 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 the description versus reality. Like they talk to the, their significant other, or they might even get together with somebody because they're in comedy and that person's attracted to that. And then, and then and that the time, tempers off, yeah. Right, and then they're like, uh, there's that's the an thing attractive that they like. thing about it, but right. then when it becomes a lifestyle, you're just like, oh, like, you were yeah. serious about this. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I'm nervous about because we definitely had that conversation. How long have you been together? Six years. Yeah, uh, you're fine. Yeah, and she, I mean, she likes it, but I'm just now, like, I'm leaving tomorrow until Sunday to do some shows, and th- this is only my second real trip for Where are you it. Going? Uh, Pennsylvania tomorrow. And then uh, D.C. Thursday and A.C. Friday and then back to Pennsylvania and then back home. And uh, I'm psyched for it. But and I used to travel like this a lot for my old job uh, where you were making actual money. Yeah. 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 Uh, But I'm so I'm curious, like, is she is she really prepared for that? And is she really going to be okay with that? If Oh, no, she definitely won't be. Right. No, 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 no. no. Regardless of what she tells you, even if even if she puts on the face that's gonna wear down a little bit but you work through it my wife like yesterday i kind of sh- my first uh, i guess half of my set was really shitting on my wife and her decision making and <laughs> and she was watching it and she was in the crowd oh really so she knows but are they good bits say i'm the best how many yeah. times am i gonna fucking say this <laughs> yeah yeah they were great bits so then she's got a she doesn't mind probably right well it's not she do, it's not that she doesn't mind because they're good jokes she doesn't mind because she knows that this is what I do and this yeah. is what I'm going to keep doing. And, you know, when I'm at the house, we have our fights, but it's nothing about comedy. Yeah. I try to lead, uh, you know, like a normal life when I'm with her. What and does then, she do? As soon as I leave that. She, she's a bartender at JFK. Interesting. At what bar? Airport. Terminal 5. I don't oh, okay. know. That's a great bar. I love, I love Terminal 5, yeah. <laughs> I used to love getting drunk at airport bars. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I got, I got wasted. Uh, I got on a JetBlue flight one time, and I was wasted, and I picked up the, the intercom thing, and I, I told everybody <laughs> in the cabin, uh, hey, we're going to sing karaoke now. It's dope. And the, it got laughs from the, the <laughs> flight attendants. And, and they that's not, how you decided to stand a comedy. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the moments. Yeah, but you know, if you, did that, if you did that, they would have, like, wrestled you off the plane yeah. and, you know, right? Like, that. Wrestled me off the plane. Yeah. while you have a much more criminal look than I do. Yeah, I think is what. But Tristan even if said. I did it, like I, it wouldn't have gone. It wouldn't have gone well. You think I can just charm my way? Yeah, into I think so. Anything? I think the- there was some when you were talking about earlier with the transition of being a nerd to going into high school and figuring out you have friends. Yeah, there was something uh, right junior high to high school that happened. My mother decided to become a hairstylist, and throughout most of my adolescence i had the bowl haircut uh-huh. and then when she be- decided she's going to be uh, our hairstylist she cut my hair to what it is right now what you're looking at yeah buzz cut and that changed the perspective of how everybody saw me yeah 
right? Well, because a bowl cut is like the opposite of the. It's of, completely of the opposite. Cut. That's and really it, interesting. And the, that also changed something in me because now people were looking at me different. I didn't feel any different. Yeah. But people were reacting to yes. me different, and that also triggered something like, oh, okay, well, now that they don't all, you know, start off the bat like, yeah, this guy's a nerd. He looks like a nerd. When they back take a step back. That triggered something. They're like, he looks like a skinhead. And so I it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, was, could, it was my mother's fault, basically, that I'm so a piece you, of shit. Well, yeah, that's my question. Like, you could sense that maybe you were a little bit more intimidating, so you decided to use that to your advantage. Somehow. I was I was uh, expelled from first and second grade in Ukraine. I knew fairly well I was – it's just a new country that sort of did it. You know what I mean? Where I, I didn't figure out my foothold. Yeah. And then I was like, no, I'm this here, too. Yeah, and it kind of. Um, and you were a fighter, right? Yeah. Competitive yeah. Thai boxing. Yeah. Talk about that a little bit. How old did you were you when you started that? Patrick's done his uh, research. I've uh, no, he didn't. I just saw him. I told him in conversation. That's um, how he researches <laughs> by talking to yeah, his right. guests prior to the podcast. Yep. Yeah, I got 16th regional in kickboxing, in in um, the tri-state. But I was young, and the time I spent in military school sort of took that away until I started my boxing club in military school, and then it kind of came back. And I never, I never wanted to go do it professionally, but it's a lot of fun. Did you want to go to military school, or did you? Was that like a punishment? It was. Uh, it was court ordered. Yeah. Okay. So it was a punishment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it was actually. It's what was a, the crime? It was a reduced sentence, is what it was. What was the grades I was in that juvie. you? What was the grades that you went there? Uh, 10th through graduate. Wait, so it was, it was juvie or military school that's one in the no, same? No, juvie was the initial sentence. Military school was the reduced sentence. Gotcha. It was just like, look, you're, you're a good kid. Don't get your GD. Finish the thing. You're going to have to pay some money for the school, but do it. In- was it, uh, did you like it or, or did you hate it? Oh, it was the best. Yeah. It was really? the best time of my life. Because you met other people like I you? I ran that fucking school. No, it was actually, <laughs> for the most part, it was fairly strict. But there was a couple of people that... We started making our own rules. I had a I had an affair with the commandant's daughter, who was my forensic science teacher. She was thirty six at the time. Do you have bits about that? I don't. I'm saving it for the special motherfucker. Okay, we'll get yeah, the but fucking you gotta start special working out, them out. Right? That's think, what I was saying. Can somebody people... give me a special? Somebody represent me. I need representation. Yeah, I was but... having an affair with the commandant's daughter. <laughs> Is that what I sound like? That's ridiculous. Uh, I can't cut it quite right. <laughs> that sounds so dumb. You don't think you know how <laughs> you sound? I have no idea. Well, I mean, do you record your sets? Yeah, I do, but I never listen to them because I know I sound fucking like do you, do like you what like... Tristan just said. I sound like <laughs> I can't stand it. I've I got to be blackout drunk to. I've seen you perform without a drop to drink, and then I've seen you perform after a long night of drinking. Which do you prefer? Well, I prefer somewhere in the middle. I can't always notice the difference with you, honestly. It's hard until it's really down to yeah, yeah. to like the you know. To like, the liter of vodka. Like right. I, I, like half a liter, I'm all right. Like when I towards up, it, I start slurring, but at the end of it, you fucking know. Like when I come up to the, the bar room of Climate and you're napping on the corner of the bar, I know you you've know. had a lot yeah, to drink. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it does take a while. Like that was a pint of vodka that I just drank. I don't know if you could tell. Yeah, I could definitely tell that, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Because uh, you saw me drink I saw you drink it. <laughs> you could tell, yeah, right? Yeah, could so tell what about it. now with fighting, with this Lejeski? Like, do you train? Do you work out? No, 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 no. I stopped doing it. This is just a fun thing. He's, I believe he's trying to train for it. Just yeah. So it's not as embarrassing as it's going to be. So what age to what age were you doing it competitively? 
Um, young, I guess, fourteen to sixteen. Okay. Are you wearing gloves and stuff? Yeah. yeah. And you yeah. like traveled the East Coast doing it, like sixteenth regional. What does that mean? And in, in tri-state. So you went to like Connecticut or Jersey and fought. yeah, yeah, it, yeah. I, I'm not Golden Gloves. I was never a boxer. Yeah. It was kickboxing, but a lot of it we trained separately. We trained uh, boxing moves, and then we trained uh, Muay Thai moves for kicking. Uh-huh. And so, and then. The end product is a kickboxer. All right. I have another question out of nowhere here. So you're Ukrainian, which to me says Russian, but of course I know it's not the same thing. Uh, And some things you said earlier, you talked very philosophically about the way people are and the way the world is and stuff. Do you, do you uh, have any sort of philosophies or Russian or Ukrainian intellectuals that you uh, you're into anything you nerd out about? Like, how do you see the world? Is the world overall a good place or an evil place? Ooh. All right. Um, I, I well, The world is inherently bad because we are the ones who kind of shape the world. And, and like I said, I, I don't believe that people have the capacity to do real good only because at some level it's always coming from a selfish place. Mm. No matter, you know what I mean? If you're a rich guy and you donate, three million to charity there's a little part of you that's going like yeah you guys like that shit i did right yeah so what i did yeah so it is it's it, yeah it is it's bad so overall. you're yeah you're kind of a cynical. i don't have any i don't have a lot of hope period yeah like i don't think i'm gonna make a million dollars doing comedy i'll be glad to make thirty five thousand a year doing comedy yeah that's, Good. that's okay realistic you know based yeah. off of uh so reality. i don't have i don't have any grain like i don't i don't believe good things will happen yeah. when something terrible happens like when this train thing with me coming here happened i was like of course what did happen on like the train? why wouldn't i don't know somebody jumped in front of the tracks so is a fuck they got all i know is that they evacuated two trains what do you think happens when you die nightmare comes nothing you think you're just dead no but there's this new thing where uh, is it, this is going to become like the actors like what? patrick's going to go solo and become the actor studio for comics he's oh like, that's dope what's your favorite word i fucking <laughs> love the behind the actor studio what's your favorite curse did you guys word? see dave dave chappelle's behind the actor studio i don't know if i did that was you gotta see it it's the best thing ever well don't you want to see how real. tony sees the world though he's very real yeah no i i'm i'm, I'm with you i just love that you're like charging ahead with <laughs> like, so i finished the vodka deep with um <laughs> yeah. you guys got anything else well no what did you say you said there's a new thing new theory Tony, right so no, not a angels? new theory <laughs> yeah uh there's a new so it used to be just cremation and getting buried was the two things so now what they do is uh there's one where they bury you and plant a tree on top of you, and uh-huh. the tree kind of lives off of your little decaying body, which I think is dope. Yeah. You just make a fucking tree with your body. <laughs> and the other one is if if they do cremate you, there's a company that uh, does um, intricate glass works mm. where they'll incorporate your ashes into the glass work, and they'll make like either a sphere with like the Milky Way out of your ashes or some other design. That Could they make a bong out of your ashes? Yeah. I suppose That'd they can, yeah, cool. like a glass. And then one bomb. other way is um, a medical student will finger blast your butthole yeah, yeah, yeah. until they grow tired of you, and then they just throw you out with the trash. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're mummified. That's, that's Those horrible. fucking <laughs> medical students. Who the fuck do they think they are? Some kind of big shots. Finger no, they think they're medical students. That was the wrong answer. <laughs> what do you What do you want to ask Tony? What do I want to ask yeah. Tony? Yeah. 
What do you got coming what up? Pisses Tony? You, what pisses you off more than anything, Tony? What pisses me off more than anything? Yeah, probably my wife. <laughs> how about comedy pet peeves? Like, how, what do you what do you hate when you see somebody on stage doing? Something? I don't like new comics. I don't like them asking que- like the question of how long you've been doing it. Ugh. If you've ever asked that question, you're very early on. Yeah, you're very early on where you don't know who the person is and you don't know the scene or where you are. That's a stupid question. Stop asking how long you've been doing comedy. What else? What What about uh, what, when you see what's a mistake don't like, you see on stage that you you wish people knew isn't stop, helping them? Stop at where you think the punchline is. Stop talking. Stop talking where you in your head the punchline stops. Stop talking because yeah. what happens is people will people will say their bit and then don't get a reaction. And they panic and they run over to whatever punchline it was. And then everybody's like, is he just, is that a poem? What the fuck is this guy doing? <laughs> yeah. So stop at the punchline. Even just the keep phrase. doing tags on the same terrible concept. And, uh, yeah. Tags you know. are fucking dead. Stop doing tags. Unless it makes sense to well, a it's degree. it's a good joke, you know, yeah. Don't, yeah. Over tagging a joke is the worst thing you could do. Or well, actually, the worst thing and you don't can do fucking spill my beer is when you start if yelling. You at ever the crowd. see me and you spill yeah. my beer? I'm gonna heckle the fuck out of you. <laughs> what is uh, what is your biggest regret in comedy so far? Something you've done on stage or something like that where you're like, man, I wish that didn't happen. I'm the best in comedy. I don't know why this keeps coming up. Well, here's a good question then. How do you how do you get that confidence and how do you maintain it? Oh, it's, I, it's a delusion that I have. I have to tell them, if I don't say that out loud and i hear me say that i'll i don't know i'll start robbing banks or some shit yeah and i listen i think that's really wise i have to we have to like convince, absolutely we have to be our own biggest fans right yeah yeah yeah. so you just know that on like a tough guy level you're not like going to therapy and somebody's not telling you i've never been to therapy ah oh, that's not true i've been to therapy once because my mother made me do it uh i was trying to join the the marine corps and she thought I was losing my mind. Uh-huh. Um, and I went to see a therapist. And the therapist was like, yeah, those are good reasons to go to the Marine Corps. And the reason was I got fucking stabbed out in Brooklyn. At least if I'm going to fight Afghanistan, they're going to tell me that it's a red zone. So what uh, happened? Yeah. How come that didn't work out? Oh, uh, you really want to hear about this? This is about a 10 minutes long thing. Totally want to hear about it. However... We gotta go. We gotta go. What do you want to? What do you want to say to the world, Tony? Before uh, before we end this podcast today, I'm gonna end this podcast the same way I end every uh, every other podcast. Okay, you ready? Right. Yep. Twitter's gay. Do <laughs> you have any shows? Anything else you want to promote? No. Tony's done talking. You'll find him if you want to see Tony Brooklyn. Look him up in the phone. I, book. I have a website. It's called Google. <laughs> nice guys. Actually, you do have YouTube videos all over, so go see those. I've been uh, Sweet Tea. And I'm Sweet Pea. This was the Comics Table. This was the Comics Table. Happy New Year, everybody. And uh, I don't know, we're going to have some more yeah. great people the rest of the year. All right. All Good right. night. Thank you. Nighty night. <laughs>